I woke up this morning, took a piss, then brushed my teeth, then I hopped my pepper ass in that water. Threw on some designer and then I reached for my paddock, put that drip around my neck like a flea collar. All I know is Gouda, and I stay with protection in case a sucker motherfucker get the flexing. If the folks get in my business and they asking me questions, I ain't about to do no telling or confessing. My grind is aggressive, it ain't no dragging my feet. It ain't no pumping my brakes, man. My family gotta eat. I don't know everything, but I know enough. I know it's sick out here and they'll call your bluff. A daily shooting line would've come out of nowhere. In California, they don't play fair. They'll do a walk by in front of a daycare. They'll use a little baby as a human shield. When it comes to getting they mans, they don't care who get killed. Ooh, the spracers cold at night. And full of zombies. Full of zombies. Running from police. They was getting on me. Getting on me. Gotta watch my back. Gotta watch the home. What up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Thank you all for joining us today. This wonderful podcast. I think we're uh, episode 84. Right, 84, man. That's big, man. That's big. 84 is a great, great number. 84 is a great number. We're on 84. Um... Yeah, man, listen, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Lucky Podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. We are in expansion mode, baby. You know what I mean? We got a great episode planned for y'all. Um, this is this this episode kind of goes back to the essence of what the Hood Loves Me podcast was, considering that, you know, we did it in a day. We 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 made a hurry up and rush this podcast because of some news that broke. You know, we're gonna talk about breaking news. The Epstein suicide, air quotes or lack thereof, and and the 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 conspiracy theories that are destined to come as a result of this, um, the mass shootings that have taken place in these United States. Um, unfortunately, this is becoming a more and more common occurrence in our lives. Uh, we're going to talk about the Rich Paul rule, and not just the Rich Paul rule, but how long will colleges be what colleges are. We're going to talk about lists and why they're so difficult to compile, as well as Euphoria and how awesome that show is, number one, but also the the um, change of pace, the, the change of plans, the change that's inevitable as a result of um, the new talent that we're welcoming into the marketplace. How will we reward this talent or recognize the talent? All this and much, much more coming at you guys right after these messages. We'll talk to you soon. Yo, yo, what up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? So, um, pause. Welcome back. Listen, we're re-recording this because of news that broke this morning as I dropped this podcast, right? So... Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Um, first time listening to the podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment, all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah. Now, we do the podcast. We try to release this podcast the end of the week um, to avoid conflict, really. So, uh, so, some of you guys may know this. Some of you may may not know this. Um, news ends. Oh man, don't you hate when you got to sneeze and it don't? <sighs> Excuse me. Oh, we're gonna keep that. Fuck it. News ends 
doesn't end, but you know, the news cycle for the week, Friday at 8 p.m. All right. So Friday at 8 p.m. Um, and then going on to Saturday is, is kind of a down cycle for the news, right? So we do the podcast as, as like a, to like wrap up the week and we try to drop it when there's during a down cycle in the news, because we're here to compete for your attention. We're in the content business. So we're competing for that. As well as, you know, some of um, my contemporaries, people that the marketplaces has chosen me to compete against for your attention, for your ears. Right. Um, These people drop their podcasts on, you know, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and all of that good stuff. Okay, so we try to come in, do it live. I feel like that's more organic. Right. Whatever we get. From that, we keep, we put out to y'all, you know what I'm saying? We got a good, like, you know, like, back and forth. Sometimes people will listen to it the day that I drop it, though, though, you know, I got great people that get back to me that, yo, I got this, you should have talked about that, maybe we could have did this, whatever the case. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. Other people, you know, later on in the week, they get to me, whatever the case. And that works, too. Thank you guys for that also. And most of you don't say shit. And that's fine also. I don't mind that either. Okay? So, tell you about my day. Go to sleep. Wake up. Right? Give thanks and praises. I see another day of life. Stagger over to the bathroom. Okay? Relieve myself. Brush my teeth. Getting ready to start my Saturday morning. Saturday mornings, um, we have... Training in in my office, so I'm usually in the office on a Saturday morning, okay, for work purposes. As I'm, you know, ironing my pants, getting my shirt ready, newsflash, Jeffrey Epstein commits suicide, okay? And I'm like, shit, I had an episode set to release today. Well, the unreleased episode talked a lot about Jeffrey Epstein and how the Jeffrey Epstein thing kind of got erased with the current news cycle. Okay, so I had a whole, you know, and, and, you know, I believe in cohesion. I had a whole thing and it was, you know, I thought it was pretty damn good. Of course, now. With homie committing, in air quotes, suicide, threw everything off. So I'm like, shit, well, I got to record a new episode. I can't drop the episode that I had because the episode that I had talked a lot about what was going to happen or what I would have liked to have seen happen as a result of Jeffrey Epstein testifying like the worm that he is slash was. Okay. So, if you're not aware, all right, and, and we're going to talk about all of this just out of order a little bit. All of the stuff that I would just out of, out of order. Maybe not all of it, looking back at it, right? But whatever. So, this is Jeffrey Epstein guy. Um, wealthy dude, hung out with a lot of other wealthy dudes, right? 
um, some wealthy women as well. And for all intents and purposes, seems like the homie liked to party. Nothing wrong with party. Nothing wrong with having a good time. Nothing wrong with doing any of that, except when they're underage girls. There's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with, you know, people uh, uh, um, having company, you know, people uh, uh, having a sexual relationship with children. There's something wrong with that. I don't give a fuck. You know, and and I I get it. You weirdos. I'm calling you weirdos and I don't like to judge people. But you weirdos that want to make pedophilia like a sexual preference or whatever. There's something wrong with that. All right. Period. That's like, like period. Something wrong with that. Um, so Jeffrey Epstein, who um, you know, beat some charges in 2008, but now he got hit with some child pornography charges, and those are very, very hard to walk away from. Okay, these child pornography charges, very, very hard to walk away from. So Jeffrey Epstein in prison was already a suicide threat, was already on suicide watch. Now we're told that he committed suicide. And listen, I am not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. I I, I think that a lot of those things are very lame, those conspiracy things. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it's a reach. None of us have the information. None of us are in positions where we're going to be able to get the, the, the accurate information, the truthful information, not from our federal government. None of us. None of us. Right. But come on, yo. This is too easy. OK, this is this is this is too easy. This is too easy for for this is too much. This is this is fodder. This is too much fodder. Right. So I had questions because, you know, I thought that Jeffrey Epstein was supposed to 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 talk and testify. And, and, and you know, he was supposed to be a major cog in the news cycle. Last week, the week that we just lived through. And as a result, you know, we had these mass shootings. We had a lot of, you know, things that that have happened in our society that maybe took precedent or that more people talked about. But but all of a sudden we're forgetting this Jeffrey Epstein thing. Okay. And I'm going to talk about this some of that, right? But um, guy was on suicide watch and and i maybe suicide watch me something different maybe suicide watch is like where like they watch you commit suicide maybe that's the kind of suicide watch that jeffrey epstein was under um and as news trickles in right so i'm sure after i drop this episode there will be a lot of a lot more in-depth coverage more information i don't have a lot of details i don't know if there's camera footage i'm gonna believe that there isn't somehow some way the power was down or the cameras were down, or there was a malfunction, or he was in a blind spot, or what, whatever. I'm sh- we're going to hear something like that. I'd be surprised if we see video footage. I'll also be surprised if we see a body. Not that, you know, I'm morbid or anything like that, but, I mean, I'd like to see a body. If you're telling me the guy died, the guy's a billionaire. Sure, he has family, if not a wife, kids, whatever. I'm sure he has, you know, a brother, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, somebody that you know what I'm saying, an associate, an assistant, right? I mean, I mean, yo, even even you know, people we're told to hate have motherfuckers that love them. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. So 
what type of home going is he going? Is is he going to have a, a closed casket? Kind? What kind of? Right? How is it going to work? How, I want to know. I'm, 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 cu- I'm curious. How is it going to work? Also, how did he commit suicide? I don't know. I'd like to find out what it was. And I mean, you know, at first, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? People have jokes, right? But I mean, we're here for the jokes and I don't mind the jokes. You know what I'm saying? But they had dude, right? They had dude in 2008 and, you know, he was able to grease the system and he got through, right? But the criminal charges now, because we're in a society where we're, you know, we're trying to improve as human beings. We're trying to, to, to elevate our level of humanity, we're trying to treat each other better, right? So we see examples of this when, you know, somebody that may have, that may or may not been um, the best person that he or she could have been in their past. They, they have to account for a lot of these sins currently. Rightfully or wrongfully, I'm not here to debate that. But people have to be more aware of what they do, okay? We're all about getting justice for the victims. We're told incessantly. Believe victims, regardless of how asinine the claims are and the stories are. And we should try to provide justice for these victims. And this is what is drilled to us, or else we're not decent human beings. I just want to be clear. If you're a decent human being, we're supposed to, we're told that decent human beings believe victims. Okay? And get justice for said victims. Okay? So now, as a result of this man's death, the criminal charges against Jeffrey Epstein will immediately be dismissed. Because, you know, motherfucker's dead. Right? Those involved can still bring a civil suit to his estate. Um, but he can't be, you know, tied to it. You know what I'm saying? And now, who who are we gonna ask to do a thorough investigation to see if there's any misconduct? To see if, you know, the suicide was something that was done to him versus something that happened to him, right? And, yo, Jeffrey Epstein was getting ready to provide information on a lot of powerful white people, men and women. There's pictures floating around of the editor of, you know, publications, news rags, dancing with Epstein's madam. And if you don't know what a madam is, just look up what a female pimp looks like. Piers Morgan is seen in pictures with Epstein's madam, right? Prince Andrew and an alleged victim. These are, these are the pictures that are floating around early this morning. Okay? This, yeah, this picture right here is from 1018 a.m. All right? Listen. Listen. I'm not going to go too much in depth about conspiracies. All right. However, something came across my computer screen and I've read it and it makes sense. And this is from this is a screenshot from some message board. Right. Anonymous. Um, not saying anything. After this, please do not try to dox me. 
But last night, after a zero four fifteen count, they took him medical in a wheelchair, front cuffed, but not one triage nurse says they spoke to him. Next thing we know, a trip van shows up. We do not do releases on the weekends unless a judge orders it. Next thing we know, he's put in a single man cell and hangs himself. Here's the thing. The trip van did not sign in and we did not record the plate number. And a guy in a green dress military outfit was in the back of the van, according to the tower guy who let him in through the gate. You guys, I'm shaking right now, but I think they switched him out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is this is what I've read. So so listen, there's gonna be a lot of this. There's gonna be a lot of this. We're not gonna get no answers. But this is eerily familiar to what happened to that Saudi um journalist, or rather that American journalist in Saudi Arabia. Eerily similar. This is some this is some Vladimir Putin shit. If homie's dead, homie may not be dead. They 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 may have hit us with the the the, the house of cards switcheroo here with magician Trump. Yo, listen, I don't know. I don't know. I know this is shady and this is this is shameful. And this is just another, you know, thing that people are going to sweep under the rug. Another 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 uh, 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 coal to add to the fire of conspiracy theorists. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was talking about Jeffrey Epstein in the episode that you're never going to hear um, in respects to or with respects to uh, these mass shootings. OK, so, so let's. Talk about these mass shootings. Um, mass shootings happen so often in these United States, it's, it's weird when we choose to talk about them now. Right. And and and, and I'm not being or, or at least I'm not attempting to be uh, insensitive or, you know, not say that this is an absolute tragedy that should never, ever happen. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. Where we are as a society, we're okay with this happening. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by we're okay with this happening is, if you think about where these shootings take place and who the victims are of these shootings, these shootings take place at very common areas. These shootings take place in schools. These shootings take place at shopping centers. These shootings take takes that uh, these shootings take place movie theaters. The shootings take place nightclubs. The shootings take place music festivals. The wherever, and we don't care. We don't care. Okay. These shootings get blamed on video games. These shootings get blamed on culture. These shootings get blamed on whatever. Gun, you know, lax gun laws and all that. And I, I'm not here to debate what the case is. Um, I'm tempted to make a joke about this with a hashtag we try to tell y'all, but I'm not because, you know, your people died. And 
this country, not that it's new to, uh, you know, uh, a large demographic, but this country has an issue with racism and white supremacy. And I believe the city of El Paso had 17 murders all year before this mass shooting. So there were more murders in a day or in a span of a few minutes than there were in the entire year of the city. I'm not here to talk about that. You can you can do that on your own. I'm sure there are people that are more intelligent, that are more versed, that are better at talking about that than I am that are out here. I'm not going to talk about that. Right? Um Not going to talk about what type of assault weapons, uh, because that's a Second Amendment thing, quite frankly. I don't think we're ever going to, you know, like like there are amendments um, that have been amended in our Constitution. But, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but one through ten is something called the Bill of Rights. Good luck. Maybe we could talk about the interpretation of the Second Amendment, Um, you know. The right to bear arms in order to run a well-regulated militia. We missed that part. Um, but, you know, listen, not going to talk about that. What I am going to talk about is the El Paso guy. Not the guy in Dayton. Crazy or not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's a disservice to, you know, people that struggle with mental health. Um to lump these people into it because um, this isn't the type of, you know, random crazy that they're, they're, they want us to believe. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is not, this is not that. Um, and something else that I'm not really too startled by anymore is the fact that we arrest a good, a, a good amount of these guys. A good number of these guys get the bracelet slapped on them and go to jail. How? How? How do we? How do we? How? How do we do that? How do we do that? How do you? How do you arrest somebody? That's just killed, shot, whatever, dozens of people. A lot of these cats be be armed to the teeth. All types of ammunition. Large caliber weapons. All types of shit. But we arrest them. At the same time, I'm supposed to believe that a guy named Chavis Carter shot himself in the head while cuffed behind his back in the back of a police car. Right? That's, this is this is what this is what we're this is what we're told to believe. I'm just saying it's questionable, it's suspect, it's shameful, um, and it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. All right, we're okay with our kids having mass shooter drills at, at their schools, like how we had fire drills. We're, so that's just telling me that it's it's a part. It's going to be a part of life a part of the risk of being in the United States of America, just like fire, 
Okay. Just like, you know, in parts of the country where we have earthquakes, we have earthquake drills, right? Just like in, you know, parts of the country where, you know, there's flooding or there's tornadoes or there's whatever. They have drills in place because when these events happen and they're going to happen, you want the public to be prepared. Once we started having mass shooter drills in schools, game over. We lost. Right? We lost. That's it. You know? So um it's sad. It's unfortunate. And 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 um I guess we're gonna hear about those good old prayers and and, and thoughts, thoughts and prayers and prayers and thoughts and you know, we're going to blame um, video games and rock music and rap music and the president. You know what I'm saying? All of that. But I was hoping to kind of bring the point home that, you know, we may not be able to do anything about mass shootings immediately in the United States. We may not be able to. Right. Maybe. 30, 40, you know, like 50 years down the line, we'll wisen up, maybe. We're not going to be able to do anything about racism and white supremacy and um, anti-black racism, especially. We may not be able to do anything about that in my lifetime. Right? I'm 35. I mean, you know, we got we got people that's, that's, that, that's fought their whole lives that, you know, died. I mean, yo, like Tony Morrison, God rest the dead, the legendary Tony, Tony Morrison. We lost Tony Morrison this week, right? I mean, and and uh, an outstanding advocate against racism, against white supremacy, outstanding. You know, fucking Jim Brown is is a is a is a is an elderly, old, infirmed man. Muhammad Ali died, right? Right? I mean, you know, people have lost their battle with time fighting this fight. So I'm not sure if we can. I mean, of course, we should make changes, but the the you know it it takes a long time to turn the bureaucracy that is the United States. You see what I'm saying? So maybe we may not be able to do anything in my lifetime, in our lifetimes, about white supremacy, about you know anti-black racism. Maybe 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 we can't. However, I was hoping that we, I and I still am hopeful, that we can do something about child sex. And I was hoping that this Jeffrey Epstein guy was going to be able to, you know, shine some light. Or maybe it was more important that we utilize him to shine some light on a pretty abhorrent act that is rumored to take place in the higher levels of our society. And good luck. Right? So, that was fucking depressing. Um, keeping up with the good luck, we're going to talk about something a little bit little bit more lighthearted. Something we get these jokes off. You feel what I'm saying? We need a good joke. Let's talk about Rich Paul. Right, Rich Paul. If you're not familiar with who Rich Paul is, Rich Paul is the friend, as well as agent and and business partner of Mr. LeBron James. And the NCAA, who 
It's all fucked up. <laughs> the NCAA puts out a rule stating that um, in order for agents to get certified, in fact, since I'm in front of my computer, let me run a Google search for the Rich Paul Rule. Conveniently dubbed the Rich Paul Rule by Mr. LeBron James. Here we go. The new rule, dubbed the Rich Paul Rule, is geared towards dissuading players from working with agents who don't have a bachelor's degree, among other requirements. Let's look at what the requirements are for the act of fairness, right? Because we're a fair podcast here. Even though I believe that fair is a place where they sell cotton candy, let's see all of the things that... No, let me uh, let, let me go back. Let's see, I, that's why I hate to search for shit while I am... Um, Doing the pod because you know there's so much fucking bullshit out here on the internet. Like you know, for for people that are looking for real inf- information, like right now, I'm looking to see what the other requirements are, and I'm not able to find what the other requirements are. Right, whatever. There are some other things that they need aside from just a bachelor's degree. However, you know, Rich Paul did not go to a four-year degree. I'm sure he has enough money to buy a degree. But this isn't going to do anything to stop Rich Paul. This is um, to stop the guy behind, you know, Rich Paul, the next Rich Paul. All right. Sports agency is is you know something that not everybody can do but anybody can do if that makes sense and 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 that's not dubbed by me i borrowed that from you know the i borrowed that from the homie fuck uh bomani johnson i always fumble over his name but anybody can be a sports agent all right it's all about the representation now a lot of sports agents are lawyers you need people to read these contracts so on and so forth cool rich paul he's not going for the 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 uh second round pick that's thinking about coming in in the draft. That's not that's not Rich Paul's client base. Rich Paul is he he goes after Wales. And he's successful. Successful. Of course you're gonna be a LeBron's agent. Right? The NCAA doesn't have A I'm gonna say that the NCAA doesn't have a, a Rich Paul problem. If Rich Paul was a Richard Paulson and he was Aaron Rodgers' high school friend and agent. This rule wouldn't exist. Rich Paul changes the status quo. Rich Paul changes the way we do business. Changes the way the NCAA is going to have to do business. The NBA is going to have to do business. The NFL is going to have to do business. That's what Clutch Sports has done. Right? They don't look like what you want them to look like. They may not do business the way you want them to do business. They may not treat you the way you think people that look like them should treat you. Therefore, we change the rules of the game in the seventh inning. And you get down, you know, or not, you get down and lay down. You know what I'm saying? You get right or you get left. Just like when slavery ended and they said, oh, yeah, 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 everybody can vote as long as you know how to read. 
I know last week it was a crime punishable by death for you to know how to read. But that was last week. If you learn how to read now, you can vote. Oh, you can't read. Oh, you can't vote, nigga. That's where we at. That's what they're trying to do with this Rich Paul thing. Again, like I said, this is not going to hurt Rich Paul. It's not going to hurt, you know, clutch sports at all. This will hurt the guy in Memphis, Tennessee that's, you know, trying to build his AAU program. The 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 guy in Denver, Colorado that's, you know, working with female basketball players trying to build his AAU program. It's going to hurt people like the, the people that are coming behind. Right. And, you know, any good rule of business is if you're able to make it to the top, your dog send that ladder back down and bring some people with you. And this rule pre- prevents things like this from happening, especially at a time when the college degree is becoming less and less valuable. Right. Less and less valuable. The college degree is becoming. I mean, I mean, our whole system of education is becoming more and more archaic invaluable we hear about all types of people i mean high school dropouts not just high not just high school dropouts right but college dropouts you know i believe the guy that founded tumblr um Dropped out of high school because he was like, yo, I like it didn't like I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something pretending to coding and 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 I wasn't getting that in high school. So I left. And, you know, I you can look up how much. Uh, I believe it was Yahoo, how much Yahoo purchased Tumblr for. You can look that up. So what I'm saying is. As we're becoming. A more and more technologically advanced society, supposedly, allegedly. And when you have people turning YouTube DIY sites to figure out how to insert whatever, build a bookshelf, paint a self-portrait, play the saxophone, whatever. How to code. You know, I'm sure I'm sure. And you know what? Let's 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 do it. Let's hop on YouTube right now. And and, and I, I am going to search how to perform heart surgery. Not that I would get heart heart surgery by somebody that learned how to do it via YouTube. Right. But let's see how to perform heart. How to perform heart bypass surgery. And I don't even know how many I don't even know how many videos there are. Let's 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 try to filter. Yo, let's let's see how many 4K videos there are. Right? No, 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 no. I don't, don't want to play it, dude. I'm scrolling. Two months ago, one year ago, one year ago, six months ago, two months ago, eight months ago, two weeks ago, two years ago, two months ago. I'm scrolling. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Are we absolutely sure there will be college education as it as it current as it is currently constituted today? Are we sure 
that it will be the same system of education in 20 years and 30 years and 40 years. Right. I don't have any kids, but, you know, let's say I had a child tomorrow. My first kid is hitting college. I'm 53. If you're 50 years old and you, you know, you're just getting out of your college debt or, or a lot of us, a lot of us feel like we're going to be in college debt forever. A lot of us feel like that. And I don't know if we are or if we aren't. Well, I believe that you don't have to be. And that's another. I, in fact, I'm not even sure I could talk about that here because it's against the rules. Hi, Rachel. Um, hit me off here. We could talk about that if, if you know you got questions about your debt, whatever. All right, throwing that out there. Um, this is not a uh, fucking solicitation for business. Um, but are you sending your kids to the same thing that you just came out of? If you love your kids, I would hope not. Right, I would hope not. You know, are you sending them there to get a job? To get a job where? We send them there to get a job. And all of this news, all of this, you know, this shit about Rich Paul, you know, the president's tweets, all of that, in my opinion, is a way to distract you from the main thing. Okay? And there's always an underlying topic. And I, I, you know, for work purposes, I work in finance. I spend a lot of time on, you know, Bloomberg, MarketWatch, uh, WSJ, all, all these Forbes, all these sites to, you know, try, try to, try to, try to sharpen my tools. Try to stay, you know, if somebody comes to me with a, with a topic or they ask me a question, I want to be somewhat knowledgeable, even if I'm completely bullshit. I want to be somewhat knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? And on television. We hear about how good the economy is doing. But when you look in your pocket, is the economy doing good in your pocket? Right. It's 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 like a, it's it's like a, a, it's like the Titanic. You know, f- f- for the people in a class, y'all, man, this ship is amazing. Like, could you believe the amenities on this boat? Wow. This is a wonderful, fantastic, man. The, you know, it's luxurious cruise. And for the people in steerage, for the people, you know what I'm saying? For the poor people that's on the boat, which was the majority of the people, yeah, man, this shit fucked up, man. We got rats. We got all type of shit in here. What the fuck is going on? That type of, it's the same way. If You know what I'm saying? I think that was a pretty good metaphor. Pretty good analogy, right? But whatever. So let's, excuse me. Let's talk about um, the, 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 let's talk about the economy briefly, Okay. Um, everybody's talking about, you know, tariffs and all of that stuff. And the the U.S. economy is supposed to be doing great. Currently at 3.7% unemployment for the first quarter. Um, and no, 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 excuse me. 3.7% unemployment rate. And I'm pulling this from marketwatch.com. Um, first quarter growth, 3.1% percent growth not bad second quarter growth fell by one percent so 2.1 for the second quarter currently in, in, in like third quarter we'll see how that works out right 
Average hours worked in manufacturing last month sank to the lowest level since 2011. And this is supposed to be the blue collar billionaire. Right now, I'm not saying that this is a Donald Trump thing. Let, let me let me be clear. We attack President Pussy Grabber on this podcast often for a whole lot of different reasons, scenarios, all of that stuff. This ain't to me. This ain't on Trump. To me, this is not the the fact that manufacturing is down at the lowest level since 2011. Right, real wages, whatever that means, are only slightly above their level a decade ago before the Great Recession, which means that you're not making any more money. It might look like that on paper, but the amount of money you make ain't as important as the amount of money you keep, if you feel what I'm saying. All right? Um, real, whatever. The United States should be in a boom. Right? We should be booming. But the tax cut mainly benefited billionaires and corporations, adding, you know, you know, about a uh, about $2 trillion to the 10-year debt and almost you know, $300 billion in increased expenditures over two years, of whatever the case. How does that, what, what does that mean to you? Well, what that means is the economy has not been working for people. It's been working for the corporation of the United States, right? And this tax bill kind of made it ever more apparent that this is that we're not really here for you. We're here for the corporation. So for people that voted for this guy, thinking that this guy was there for them, <clears throat> hashtag we try to tell y'all. Okay? We try to tell y'all. Now, depending on how this thing is timed, there will be a dip. This is my opinion. Not basing this off of any type of professional analysis or data whatsoever. This is just the opinion of a guy that does a podcast for the free weekly. There will be some type of dip in the economy. Hope it's not too bad. Hope not too many people lose their jobs. However, depending on how this is timed, this dip will either make or break the 2020 election. Remember where you heard it first. All right. If this dip happens next summer, summer of 2020, ugh, ain't gonna look good for President Pussy Grabber. You know what I'm saying? If this dip happens October, November, ugh, four more years of pussy grabbing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I'm not an expert though. I'm just a guy that does a podcast. All right. Um, speaking of people that aren't experts in podcasts, you guys saw that list all week. We've been talking about lists, lists now, rap lists. Some guys with a podcast came up with a list and yo, kudos to them. Everybody talked about the list. I wish they would have lettermarked their list or something like that. But I think that the, 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 you know, the, the main reason why the list got so much traction was the ridiculousness of it. Okay. And well, A is very difficult to put together a list of musicians. Music is all subjective, it's all based off of opinion. People value certain things. It's very, very difficult. I tried to come up with a list. I'm not gonna talk about my list, but I tried to come up with a list of 20, 20 
And I've even asked some friends to come up with a list of 10, 10, 10 music artists that they feel like are the best versus 10 music artists that they feel like are their favorite because there's a difference. So when you say, hey, man, who's in your top five? Are you asking about my best? Because my favorite artists ain't necessarily the best. One of my favorite artists is Juicy J. Juicy J ain't the best. He ain't the best rapper. I fucks with Juicy J. But he ain't the best. So number three was particularly glaring because, you know, we're, we don't really like Joe Budden. He's a, he's a bit of an asshole sometimes. I like Joe Budden. I mean, I don't know him well enough to like him or dislike him. I like his music. I think he's good at his job. Joe Budden, when he was making music, you know, when I was in high school, when I was younger, when, when you know, those mixtapes was lit, Buttons was one of my favorite artists. He used to kill shit. Was he the best? Eh. But then also, what are we talking about? Are we talking about putting words on paper? Are we talking about making a song? Are we talking about selling records? What are we talking? What are we asking for? And 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 we have conversations, you know, friends. We have conversations on these social sites with strangers, and people rank. All types of things, movies, television shows. And one thing that me and my friends rank a lot of is is sports figures. You know, best receiver, best quarterback, best running back, best uh, 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 shooting guard, best, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. And I think it's easier to measure sports because you can quantify that. You can say based off of X amount of attempts by Y amount of shot was, uh, you know, X amount of misses by Y amount of uh, um, makes. Person A has a higher percentage than person B, thereby I'm using this statistical, numerical, scientific data to conclude that person A is a better shooter than person B based off of percentage. And people will counter however he or she may choose to counter. And that kind of fuels the debate. And ESPN and NBC Sports and Fox Sports, they make millions, billions, because people will watch motherfuckers debate about who's best and who's not about whatever on these sports channels. So I'll tell you things that I value. And, and you can determine what you value. Because this is a very, very difficult practice. A very difficult, you know, fucking exercise. And I appreciate the guys that did it. But if we're looking at best, best rappers, I'm someone that I value longevity. I'm also someone um, where I don't like to pull people out of groups. Regardless of if they have a solo project or not, or solo projects or not, and 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 I'm I'm mainly talking about the three stacks thing. Andre is in a lot of y'all top ten, top five, whatever, and I'm and I don't I don't I don't think I don't think he qualifies. I don't think he qualifies. The man put a ne- the man never put out a solo album, and we can't say that Andre would be the artist that he is without 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 big boy without competing against without going against without working next to an outstanding musician that big boy is every day for the early part of his career if andre came out by himself as a solo artist in 93 94 is he what he is today absolutely not 
And it goes the same way for I see people, you know, throwing the prodigy out there as as as, as like a legacy thing. We lost prodigy, God rested dead. And I'm a huge mob deep fan. I can't put prodigy in a top list for solo artists, even though H and I see the first one bangs. He made a lot of music without havoc on his own. Absolutely. But we don't have prodigy without havoc. Not the not the not the prodigy that we are not you know what I'm not the prodigy that we're giving credit for for his lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Put my lifetime in, in between the papers lines. I'm the quiet storm nigga that fight rhymes. PA, you heard of him, but I ain't concerned with them. Nigga, I pop more guns than you holding them. Keep my rock while it's sundown. Scold your man in low 10 and broad daylight. Get right. Come on, man. That's over at Havoc Beat. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's yo. You know what I'm saying? Bang this, because I guarantee that you bought it. Heavy airplay all day with no chorus. You know what I'm saying? I break bread, ribs, $100 bill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all. Come on, man. We, need, we needed that. We needed them to push each other. Feel what I'm saying? We needed that. That that's just that's just the truth of the matter. We needed that. So you need to be a legitimate solo artist to me. We need to know you as a solo artist. And what I'm saying by that is, you know, I got people like Royce the five nine. I got people like Joe Button. I would, I would, I would, I would have to put them in my top fifty. I don't have a top fifty, but I mean, I can't name fifty better rappers than Royce the five nine or Joe Button. I can't. It, it's, it's very difficult for me to do that. Um, even though these gentlemen were in a group, but they're but them being in a group was after they've established themselves first as solo artists. That's what made the draw for the group that that each of them had the solo following that they had, and they were hoping to blend that together successfully or unsuccessfully. However, you want to rate that as your prerogative. People like. Your biggies, your Tupacs, your big L's, your big puns, people that were taken from us. Well, pun wasn't taken from us, but you know what I'm saying? People that were taken from us, um, they lose points to me. You know what I'm saying? Fucking rightfully or wrongfully, I'm not saying that they weren't great. I'm saying that I can't put Biggie as the best rapper ever for his two albums, one posthumous. Well, his three albums, excuse me, one posthumous. Over someone like a Jay-Z who, you know, can still go in the booth and kill shit if he feels like it. I can't do that. Right? It's like saying Bo Jackson is, is the greatest running back ever because of what he could have been or what he should have been. But he wasn't. The best, the best ability is availability. So we couldn't do that. I wouldn't do that if I'm putting my list together. And let me be clear. I'm not putting. I don't plan on putting no list together. I tried it. I mean, I didn't really try it, but um, I caught the train down to uh, Virginia, and 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 that's a story for a, another podcast because that story is evolving. But um, while on on like my train ride, I was um taking some notes 
about trying to get this list together, but things that I appreciate. And that's and that's and that's where I'm going, right? Um, I'm someone that values albums. This weekend, there's a lot of talk about Ross album. Not a big Rick Ross fan. I think Ross can rap. I think rap Ross raps well. I'm I'm not a fan of his because it's I don't hear much of Rick Ross on a Rick Ross album. Granted, this album. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 for example, for my Rick Ross fans, and y'all can get back to me. Let me ask you. What's the best Rick Ross song with no features? Right? On like this album. Is it Turnpike Ike? Is it Vegas Residency? Right? He only has three songs with no features. You feel me? One of my this is one of my criticisms of 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 of, of Ross. Whereas though, like you know, you listen to Reasonable Doubt. Well, you got Sauce Money rapping, you got Jazz rapping, you got Bleak rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yo, even like even 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 like shit like 444. Granted, that was you know what I'm saying what what like 444 was, but I, I'm 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 trying to think when the last time Jay Z had a feature. On his album. Right? When, when's the last time? And, and you know, I, I, I'm not the, the biggest fan of, of this recent Nas album. But when's the last time Nas had like a like a feature rapper? I, I ain't talking about like Chris Brown or Miguel or somebody. I, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about like a like a like a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yo, even even someone like a Nipsey, you know, like God rest the dead. And, and, and like, I would say that Nip was taken from us before he can really get into his rapper bag. I, Cause I mean, I still have yet to hear a project better than victory lap. Since victory lap has, has came out, you know what I'm saying? January, 2018, there hasn't been a rap. There hasn't been a better rap album than victory lap since January, 2018. But even someone like a Nipsey, like, you know what I'm saying? He had, um, because I'm tr- I'm trying to think of like current artists where we have this, this current process, this current state of hip hop music where we're big on features. And, you know, you got the feature with, you know, YG, you got the feature with Kendrick, um, pretty much it in terms of rapping but Ross someone that I think can rap very well let me see we got deeper than rap God forgives and I don't me too rather you than me Teflon Dawn features and and that's no that's no shade but that but he loses points if we're talking best we're talking best, he's he's losing points. I need some creativity. That kind of gets you points. Um, if people can't mimic your style, so like you know, cats like a red man, cats like a ludicrous, people who who would, you know what I'm saying? Even even though a lot of Eminem's early shit was 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 him trying to, you know, mimic Red Man, M loses points for that, in my opinion. Not not that he ain't great at putting words on paper. 
but he loses points in my opinion. Right? I think that, you know, if you're a rapper and you make other people better, that that adds points. For example, we crack jokes about Memphis Bleak, but Bleak wasn't always whack. But could it could could it be it, could that be the Tony Kukoc effect? <laughs> could it? Because when Tony Kukoc was with the Bulls, we loved him. Do y'all remember Tony Kukoc playing for the Milwaukee Bucks? Bet you, you don't. You know what I'm saying? So like someone like a Fifty Cent, yo. 50, say we're talking about 50 as a rapper. I think 50 does very good as a rapper when he chooses to do that. But I think because of 50 Cent, Tony Yayo went platinum. Yayo can't rap for shit. But that's a Tony Kukoc effect. You know what I'm saying? So, so these types of things, to me, matter. And they should not be overlooked if we're if, if we're coming up with a legitimate list. And that's not something that you could do on some fly by night. Like, like you really got to sit down and, and you really got to debate it and weigh it out. If, if In music, sports, you got some help. But in, in music, it's very, very difficult to do. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like. Yo, can you can, can you legitimately tell me why DMX is a better rapper than Scarface? How hard is that? It's super hard, right? Not to mention all the cats that we forgetting based off of the 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 the, the impact that they had in the game, the 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 change in the culture that they that that they made. The, you know what I'm saying? What they did. For us, not just as a hip hop culture, but I mean music, yo, slang, lifestyle. Someone like E Forty. I'm a huge fan of E Forty. E Forty's a rap machine. His style is his style. You can't bite that style. You, you, you it, it would be obvious if you try to bite that style. And I mean, this is somebody that's given so much slang to the game that doesn't get credit for it. You feel what I'm saying? So, so uh, these 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 lists is, is is tough, especially as hip hop grows and grows and grows and grows, and we forget about the Chuck D's, the LL Cool J's, the Big Daddy Kane's, the Rakim's. Forget about that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, I'm not saying that stats and uh, again. Also, someone like a Black Thought. Black Thought kills shit. But does Black Thought have any music solo without the roots? Very hard for me to include Black Thought in my best rapper conversation. He now, if you if we talk in best groups, yo, we could talk about the roots, we could talk about Outcast, we could talk about Mob Deep, we could talk about, we could talk about Gangstar, we could talk about all of that. We talk about the locks. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Four people that have 
Jada Kiss and they top, Styles and they top. Yo, Kiss came out by itself. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Shit to think about. Right? And our last story about shit to think about is television. And mainly one show. And I slept on this show because there's a lot of shows that I watch. There's a lot, you know, I just can't be all up in front of the idiot box, man. It's just poison. It, it ruins my motivation. It ruins my mindset. Television is terrible. It's toxic. And I'm trying to make some changes in life. I'm trying to make some health changes. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, trying to make some social changes. I'm trying to make some relationship changes. I'm trying to make some professional changes. And it, it's just difficult for me to, 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 you know, go through this metamorphosis, if you will. I like that word. It's metamorphosis in front of a goddamn television. Very difficult to do. So I've been trying to weed out my television viewing. Right. You guys may have heard. You guys may have remember. I said I'm trying to weed out my ESPN because my because my ESPN is a bulk of my television viewing. Trying to weed that out. Been listening to some Timothy Ferris about uh, being selectively ignorant and refining my focus. Shout out to Brian Tracy, whatever. Right. But. God damn it. That show Euphoria is crazy and not in a bad way. That show Euphoria is crazy good. Crazy good. I was blown away by how good that show was. And mind you, I'm four episodes in, so I don't know. You know, I, I I seen the chatter about how people were disappointed and how the season ended. I'm okay with that because it appears to be an, an eight episode season. Um, I don't. I mean, I can't imagine them not getting a season two. And we'll see what season two is, what, what season two looks like. Maybe season two will be longer than eight episodes. I'm hoping maybe 12. I'd like to see 12. Um, very hard to me to be very, I mean, with the way it's moving at four, I can't even imagine what, how it would move at 12. I believe I finished the fourth episode last night or the fifth episode. I'm, 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 I, I am in the middle and, um, I just want to comment about the young woman that plays Jules, right? Young woman, transgender women, right? I believe. Don't. Hopefully, I got my shit right. Um, I find her acting just just that Jules character, and I'm not sure if it's her acting or just the character in general. Um what we base good on what i mean by that is what i see in this character is um a you're at an age where you're you're really trying to figure out not only yourself but but those around you right so it's a training wheel period of life the 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 show is about the lives of these high schoolers and and things these high schoolers go through um so, you know, uh, aside from the from the from the transgender, whatever, aside from all of that, you don't even know who you are really at a at 16 year old, 15 year old, 17 year old shit. You don't know who you are as a 24 year old, really. Um, but also, if you're trying to transition into another sex or another gender, I'm not sure which is the proper term, 
in in this case, I'll say gender, transgender. If you're trying to transition your gender, you're trying to, you know, um, and, and I'm trying to be PC. I don't want to come across like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Cause, cause, cause I'm not, but, but I mean, I'm I, like, I might be kind of ignorant to the fucking terminology or whatever, but, um, To be a 16-year-old or, or to be a young man transitioning to a young woman is very, very difficult because where are you basing your ideas or your views on womanhood off of? What are you basing them off of? Right? So like this Jules character, this Jules character, spoiler alert, um, doesn't necessarily have the best relationship, at least in the first four episodes. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like. There's a good relationship there with her mom, the Jules character and the mother of the Jules character. They don't mesh well. So where are you basing this idea, your idea of femininity on? Much like if, 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 you know, you're a young woman and you're transitioning to be a young man, what are you basing your idea of manhood on? Right? Like, like I know, some women that, well, some girls that I went to high school with um, and, you know, like grade school with that have transitioned. And now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, like Jackie is Jonathan. You know what I'm saying? And more power to them. Like, no doubt. Great job. If you're happy, do that shit for sure. But how you know what a dude's supposed to be? Right. And I mean, like, you know, some of them got the surgery. They take the hormones. Some of them got beards. Some of the women that have transitioned, you know what I'm saying, to 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 be men. Right. Right. They got beards. They got all of that. But how do you know what meant what meant? You know what I'm saying? I always I always find that in, intriguing. And the fact that we have a show where this person is. Living that. I think it, I, I think it's incredible on top of the other storylines. And I'm not going to go too much in depth about that. But but I think that where we are now with this and I don't want to call it new um, because I, I I feel like it's always been there. There's always been um, a certain segment of, of, of society where, you know, be it drag or transvestites or, you know, what I'm saying? whatever it is that you want to call this, 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 you know, small group in the populace they were always there but i liken this jules character a lot to um you know taylor mason from the show billions where we're like now we're creeping up on an era in which yeah we're gonna have to add more categories because if you're a transgender male female whatever which category are you going in? You go, you know what I'm saying? You go, you're getting best male actor. You're getting best female actress. Which, which category are you putting these people in? Maybe we need to expand our categories. Or maybe for purposes of art, we just have best acting performance. You know what I'm saying? Much like the debate about rappers, where people talk about, oh, male rappers, female rappers, whatever the case. I don't think we should separate the two if we're talking about art. Now, if, if it's a pull-up contest, then that's something different. And yeah, separate the men and, and the women. But if we talk about art, something that's achieved through brain power, 
um, and how well you can express your emotions or, you know, some musical notes or some words on it, whatever. I don't think we should separate men and women. I don't think, you know, we we should have a discussion on the best male rapper, best female rapper. Because all rap is is an expression of art. Which human being is better at expressing themselves? I think that that would, 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 would you know, really do us a service or else we're going to have 80 million different categories for best actor. Best actress, best, you know, best person acting, whatever. I don't know. But how are we going to? Because this character, the, the, and I believe it's a young woman that plays Jules. Don't quote me. I believe it's a young woman. And I'm not going to look up her name because I might be wrong. And, and, and like by young woman, I mean like a, someone that was born a woman. Um, and, and you know what? I'm, stumb- I'm stumbling and I'm fumbling and, and, and all this shit because I don't want to be offensive. Right. Um, and that's something that I think that and, and, and you know, this was a topic that I was going to avoid and I'm still going to avoid it. But but I think that we don't allow people to to evolve, to grow, to 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 become better, not just people in our regular lives, but, you know, politicians and shit like that. Also, you know, what I'm saying and, and whatever. But like. Black men in our society, we get criticized for a lot of bullshit that we didn't really do. Right? So, like, black men get criticized for being homophobic, being transphobic, and all that shit. And that might be true. I'm not saying that it ain't true. Some niggas be tripping. Absolutely. Some niggas be tripping. Faux show. Comma. However, women be tripping, too. And when I say women be tripping, what I mean is, ladies, would you date a man that was bisexual? Would you date a man that was would you date a man that used to get down sexually with men? Would you date a man, ladies, that would get down sexually, openly with transgender women? You know, like, you know, like women that had penises. Ladies, would y'all get down openly with this type of dude? I, I'm 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 gonna go out on a limb based off of, you know. A little bit of research that I did and by research, I was in a room last week and I asked the five women in a room and one of them said, yes, you would. So 80 percent of you chicks, 80 percent. 80 percent of you are homophobes, 80 percent of you are transphobes. That's my opinion. If you don't like it, fuck it. That's my opinion. Because that's you know what I'm saying? Because if a dude don't want to kiss a transgender woman. Y'all call this dude homophobic. Like when, um, what was, uh, fuck man, the dude, um, fuck, what was his name? The singer, you know, fuck, fucking in those jeans. So anxious guy. I don't, I don't remember his name, but you know, you know, you know the song. So anxious, meet me at 1130. Genuine. Genuine. When Genuine was on that show and he didn't want to kiss that transgender chick, y'all, 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 y'all oh, he's a, he's a trans, told you these black transphobe. <laughs> like yo, maybe he just don't like trans. Maybe that's not what he's into. So, ladies, I challenge you. Challenge you, ladies. Prove me wrong. Challenge. We'll see what happens. I know the answer. 
but we'll see what happens. And um, yeah, man. So listen, thank you for joining us on this on this uh, because we literally, I literally just threw this episode together, literally just now. And it sucks when it happens because there were other times where like I would drop the episode and then like the shit that I talked about would, but like never something that was as important as the Jeffrey FC shit in my opinion. So. Yeah, man, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, thank you. Thank you for being here. Subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, SoundCloud. We're in a bunch of different places. Um, if If you've been a subscriber or if you like the show, if you love the show, thank you. Also, um, support. Support the podcast. Um, like I said, we don't have a budget. We don't have any, any type of, uh, uh, yeah, listen, it's just us, man. At the top, it's just us, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's just us. Like, it's just us doing it. And we've, we've, you know, had success. Um, you know, I like the ratings that we've been receiving on iTunes. I haven't really checked other, other sources, other places. It's hard to do. It's hard to track the numbers truthfully but um you know you can check out or, or or rather you can become a supporter of of the podcast just wherever you are go um to the bottom um at the very very bottom where it says support this podcast you can go to anchor.fm slash mitch brown and hit that support button and become a supporter of the pod and you know I have a list of people that are supporters and you you would have VIP access to the experience that is the Hood Loves Me podcast and you will receive information before everybody else receives information because you're part of the team. You're part of the board. So if you care enough to support, I appreciate it. If you don't care enough to support, then fuck you. And um, yeah, man, that's it. So I'll talk to you next week. Y'all take it easy, man. Try to have a great week, because I know I will. Eat it!